Hey, good morning, afternoon, evening, middle of the night, whenever you're listening to this. Gabe D. Armand here, Power Mizzou, uh, reuniting um, with an old friend for some video stuff here, Neil McCready from Rebel Grove. Uh, nothing fancy. We didn't, Neil, I apologize. I know how you operate. We did not even get a sponsor for this. This is just two <laughs> attractive middle-aged guys with really good hair getting Man. together to talk about the college football playoff. I mean, you can feel women's hearts palpitating right now. I mean, they, they, this is this is a lot to throw it. <laughs> throw at some ladies yeah. right now. I mean, this this is a lot. Right yeah. here, close to the holidays and everything. I mean, they're, oh, I can't even this imagine. Is, this is going to appear on various YouTube and OnlyFans accounts uh, within within minutes of it being posted. Yeah, so, we are de- uh, we are destroying some marriages right here, right now before <laughs> the holidays. I mean, women are women are looking at their husbands right now, this close to Christmas, and saying, "Why can't why can't you be as dreamy as Neil and Gabe? Huh? Right? Why can't you look like those guys? Why why can't why can't you just be a podcaster?" If well, I was married to those guys, I would save thirty dollars a month because they don't even have to go to sport clips. So, um, so anyhow, uh, college football playoff rankings come out last night, and we were talking about this a couple of days ago. Uh, hey, this is kind of an adjustment. We are, uh, you and I are both dealing with these. Uh, you you might have dealt with them a little bit last year. I have not really paid attention since the show has been on, quite honestly, but uh, have had reason to the last three weeks. <laughs> Yeah, we've 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 played with them a little bit. Uh, we were doing it last year for a while until the the season fell apart. Um, this yeah. year, this year it's people have been watching it because I think Ole Miss is destined for ten and two, which is where I think it looked like they were destined four weeks ago. And uh, now people are are looking at it and kind of wondering, you know, how Ole Miss can get. What do they have to get to eleven? How do they get to eleven, where they can get into the uh, in, into an access bowl? And um, it's looking like it's going to require a little bit. Uh, I think getting to twelve is going to be pretty easy, but getting to eleven is going to be problematic. And so, I think people are looking at it. And you've got a handful of people that are kind of pissed off and going, "How do you judge?" and whatever. And, and it's like, "Yeah, I get it." And um, and then there's people that are like, "Look, ten and two. If if you end up in the Citrus Bowl." It's not the end of the world. It's pretty good, pretty good accomplishment. There's, I can name, I can start naming SEC programs that would trade places. Yeah. So, and and the weird thing is because we still have all these dumb rules. Like, I think they might actually have to get to ten. No, I guess they just have to get to eleven because if they get to ten, Tulane's in, Louisville's in, they're twelve. So, well, here's the here's the works. interesting one. Here's the interesting one, and I'm curious about this because I'm not going to be the guy. You know me, Gabe. I'm 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 not one of these people that trust everything anyone tells anything yeah or anything for that matter um you know i don't know that when it comes down to it when it comes down to let's have a vote here let's 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 talk about this cameras are out before we put this out let's let's have a conversation would you rather have lane kiffin and ole miss in dallas or would you rather have penn state Okay, because the last time that Ole Miss went to the Cotton Bowl in 2008 and 2009, they basically drank Dallas dry. Um, I got a, I got a feeling the Cotton Bowl, and if it came down to that, the Cotton Bowl gets Texas against somebody. You ask the Cotton Bowl honestly, you want Texas Penn State or you want Texas Ole Miss? I know what they say. 
Give me right. Lane Kiffin. Give me Ole Miss. We do an SEC preview sort of thing. Uh, Ole Miss will bring 40,000 people to town. You know Texas is going to bring all their people to town. This is going to be one big party. The game doesn't technically mean anything. Let's get the attendance and the buzz and stuff. Let's get Kiffin and Sark, two buddies coaching against each other, the whole deal. I don't know that Penn State is as attractive a, 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 a deal there. I think you are underselling the appeal of Drew Aller's 53 passing yards and the nine points that Penn State could put up in that game. But like to be clear, because Missouri fans have been on this thing for the last two weeks, well, we better start politicking because it's all about how many tickets you sell and all that. It kind of it is, but it isn't. I mean, they go by the rankings. Like if you, but the way they work that is at the all these ranking shows leading up to the last one are just stupid entertainment that set them up to look bad because they can fix anything they want to in the last one, like they did a few years ago when the TCU Baylor game was like, who's going to be number four? And all of a sudden it didn't even matter. They were five, six because they just yeah, said, 100%. Yeah, we don't really think they belong. Yeah, no, look, I think Mizzou's in great shape if they if they went out. I mean, obviously, they can't lose yeah. to Florida or lose to Arkansas. It's all over then. But if they win that game, and this is where it gets interesting with the Ole Miss-Missouri comparison is that people do the, the – the, compare the resumes, and it's like – it's really kind of hard to do it because if you compare the resumes, you can do it in a number of ways, right? You can do, well, Missouri had LSU at home and lost. Ole Miss got LSU at, at home and won. Now, Missouri went to Athens and actually played a competitive game that went into the fourth quarter and only lost by nine points. Ole Miss went to Athens seven days later and got decimated. Um, and then you can do the, well, but Ole Miss lost two offensive tackles. And you can do all this stuff. And at the end of the day, I, I'm with you. This is why I, I think that a lot of the whole obsessing over the rankings thing might be way premature. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm wrong about so many other things. Well, who cares? But at the end of the day, I kind of think that all that they really are concerned about at the beginning is the four. Yeah. And once they get the four, the rest of it, it's like, okay, how do we make this best matchups? Let's get the big rankings. Uh, I mean, let's get the big ratings. Let's get uh, butts in seats. Let's, let's do stuff that's good for the bowls. The bowls get a say. I mean, you can't convince me that the Cotton Bowl and the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl and the Orange Bowl don't get a, an opportunity to go, hey, <clears throat> here's who we'd kind of like. Right. I don't believe and, and Like being deserving matters. You're not going from number 23 into the, the no, no, no. Bowls. But, but, yeah. but if, yeah, but if you're if you're in that 9, 10, 11 range, they can, they can manipulate those numbers. You can't convince me that they can't. And look, Penn State's resume sucks. Yes. So I mean, Penn State's resume is they beat Iowa. Okay, cool. Who else did you beat? Well, we beat Maryland. All right. And they oh, cool. didn't. I, I think they are above Ole Miss for one reason right now. Because Ohio State and Michigan didn't, on the scoreboard, completely annihilate it. Right. If you watched those games, Ohio State and Michigan completely annihilated them. Michigan legitimately did not throw a pass in the second half because they didn't think they had to. Well, they I mean, had Kirby to. Smart just said, let's just hand the ball off 27 times and win by nine points, Ole Miss is above Penn State and maybe above Missouri. Yeah, and anybody that watched the Ole Miss-Georgia game with any degree of objectivity would have to acknowledge that Georgia on Saturday night at home in Athens was not losing to anyone in the country. The only teams that, the only teams that would have beaten Georgia wear a shield 
an NFL shield right here on their jerseys. I mean, they would lose to the NFL teams. They were not losing to any college team. They weren't going to lose on Saturday night to to Michigan, to Ohio State, to Alabama, to uh, Texas, to pick your Florida State. They'd have beaten all those teams. Now, would they have beaten them 52-17? to 17? I don't know. Here's the thing. Lane Kiffin was playing the game to win. He went for it on fourth down. He was doing stuff. He knew they were a massive underdog. They were playing with house money. Lane Kiffin wasn't playing that game with the mindset of, okay, well, let's keep it close so that we can be 10th instead of 12th. No, he was just trying to win the game. That's why at the end of this, listen, at the end of this, Ole Miss has a couple of really sexy wins. They went to Tulane and won. And on paper, and again, now I'm not comparing to Missouri. I'm comparing to Penn State. Right, because that's really the – like I went into this saying two of these three are getting in. I now think as long as they don't stumble, Missouri's in. This really isn't an Ole Miss-Missouri thing. It's an Ole Miss-Penn State thing. It's an Ole Miss-Penn State thing. And so compare the two resumes. Ole Miss beat LSU. LSU's really good. I mean, Jaden Daniels should win the Heisman. I don't know whether you agree with me or not. Oh, yeah, I will vote for him for sure. They're they're an excellent half team. Yes, I'm voting for Jaden Daniels. I mean, he, he should win the Heisman Trophy. He's the best player I saw this year. He's he's amazing. Uh, their offense is great. Ole Miss beat them. Ole Miss beat them. They beat them on the field. Uh, it was a great game. Ole Miss went to Tulane and won. Tulane's about to go 12-1 and one again and, and presumably win their conference again. Ole Miss beat them in New Orleans. Um, the Ole Miss's win at Auburn is starting to look better as Auburn wins some games. Ole Miss went to Auburn and won. Um, you know, I mean, I mean that's that's it. I mean, Missouri's Missouri's resume is is they, they beat Tennessee, um, the they beat Kansas State, which is a really good looking win for them. Uh, they their losses. Memphis are, is actually looking better at this point. Yeah, their Memphis losses are the, the losses aren't aren't embarrassing. They lost a very close game against LSU that they just kind of gave away in the fourth quarter. I know your people already know that. And and then they lost in a very respectable fashion to what I think is still the best team in the country. So compared to Penn State, I mean, right. Penn State's second best win is what at Maryland. I, I mean, you know, it's not their fault. The Big Ten sucks, but I mean, they're part of the look. But they 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 played. They they needed a win. They needed a hot win, and they didn't get one. They don't have a sexy win unless you call Iowa at home a sexy win. And and look. I kind of cheer for Iowa for some weird reason. I have an affinity for Iowa, but no, nobody looks at Iowa and goes, oh boy, they're they're a real threat. Well, and Ole Miss's problem now is, I, I mean, I agree. I'm not sure why Ole Miss is below Penn State. That was like, I, I was focused on where Missouri was. It's recent that, That's it. Yeah, that was the big surprise to me. But Ole Miss's problem now is they don't have any, even if they played like Florida, or A and M that could do something for them. They play Louisiana Monroe. No disrespect, I, I know it's near and dear to your heart. They play Louisiana Monroe and Mississippi State. Like nothing, they can win a hundred to three, and nothing they do impresses anyone. The last two. Well, years. Penn State plays. So how do they jump? Penn State plays Rutgers and Michigan State. Right. I, I mean, that's not impressive either. But if yeah. you're going. If you're going for some reason, this committee has decided Penn State is above Ole Miss now. There's nothing to do. What can change that in the next two weeks, other than just hey, we changed our mind? What changes it is the bowl people say, hey, that's who we want. Yeah, Yeah. I mean that's that's Um, that's it. That's it. I mean the bowl people go, that's who we want. 
Like, like the, Oregon, Oregon State's probably going to fall out of this, right? They got Washington. They still got to play Oregon. They're going to lose at least once. Yeah. And if and if and if they win a couple, that means Washington lost a couple, and Washington falls out. So it it all right. sort of works its way out there. The the other interesting one is, I guess, what happens in a scenario where Florida State loses the ACC title game, and isn't uh, in the playoff. That would that would be well, interesting because that would knock Louisville out, perhaps. Except it wouldn't because it would put Louisville in as the ACC champion. Oh, that's a good point. You know, so so what other teams need is actually Florida State to lose to Florida, which uh, I, I I don't know if you're a huge Graham Mertz fan or a huge Florida defense fan, but that team doesn't do a lot that inspires me right now. You like Missouri to cover this weekend, don't you? Yeah, I'm picking them by two touchdowns, th- 17, something like yeah, that. I, I just. Agree. I, I look at Florida and I go, I don't think they're the worst in the SEC at anything, but like, what do they do well? I mean, so, they lost to Arkansas two weeks ago. It's inexcusable. Yeah, that's not great. An inexcusable not loss. Great. I mean, I don't know how you, I don't know how that happens. I, well, I do because they wore so, those uniforms. That's why. So the other, the other fun thing, if we assume, like Missouri will miss Penn State. Two of them are getting in. The other one's playing in the Citrus Bowl. And look, I don't think there's this huge difference between the Citrus Bowl and the Peach Bowl. There's just this imaginary line we've drawn that makes one better than the other. Um, I mean, in some like, ways, in some ways, the Citrus is a better bowl from a viewing enjoyment standpoint because the, it, the except for the fact that Iowa might be in it this year, and that's not better for anybody's viewing. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say was the the Peach Bowl. You got that early morning, um, right? December 30th, I think, kind of a weird spot to whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, no, look, I, I, I've, I've been saying this for a couple of weeks now. If before the season I had taken 100 Ole Miss fans in a room and said, hey, we're going to play the door game, yeah. behind door number one, I'm going to tell you everything about door number one. You're going to go 10-2, and 6-2 and two in the SEC. You're going to beat LSU. You're going to beat Mississippi State. You're going to lose a fairly close game at Alabama, and you're going to get your doors blown off at Georgia. Okay? But 10-2, and 6-2, and two, and the Citrus Bowl on New Year's Day in Orlando. That is door number one, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to give you a minute to think about that. I'm going to pass out some cards. You either write, put a check mark, or write the number two, meaning, nope, not going to take that. I want to see door number two. And whatever door number two is, if it's better, I get it. If it's worse, I get it. Six and six, yeah. Whatever. I mean, hey, 12 and 0's on the table, five and sevens on the table, seven and five in the Music City Bowls on the table, six and six and a trip up to the Liberty Bowls on the table. You decide. Here, I'm offering you 10 and two. It's in your hand. If you want it, it's yours. Or you can close that door and we'll have uh, Jenny here open door number two. I don't think I'd get a single two back on the cards. Missouri fans would have been the same way. Yeah, of course they would have. They'd have hit the check mark so fast, they'd have been jumping for joy. So at the end of the day, I, I don't, I don't think it matters. Here's the, the the part that I think people are missing a little bit. Not not most people. I think just a few people who get very hung up in the now. To me, and if I'm a Missouri fan, I feel this way. And if I'm an Ole Miss fan, I feel this way. These are two programs that both have figured nil out. Yeah, they figured it out in this new era of college football. These two programs that back in 2019 were just sort of mid mm-hmm. have figured it out. They're now arguably the third and fourth best programs in the league moving into this era where you have a 12-team playoff. If I'm Aliyah Drinkwitz, if I'm Lane Kiffin, I'm talking to recruits about, hey, if this were next year, 
Because if this were next year, Gabe, this would be a real serious conversation. This would be about absolutely. This would be about making the playoff. But right now, this is not a particularly big deal. I mean, if the loss is okay, we're going to go to the Citrus Bowl and and beat Iowa nine to seven and 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 get a get a trophy and your family can go a few days stay a few days and go see Disney or, or Universal or whatnot, and then come on back and get ready for the second semester of school. Okay, cool. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but I mean, I get it's, hey, we made an access bowl. I, I don't I don't know that three months from now that's really going to be a talking point. What's, what is a talking point is that these two programs are going into this new era of college football, and I believe that there's been lines of demarcation, and the new era started in 2021, and now it's leading into a new era in 2024 that is tied to that era. I think everything 2020 and before, throw the COVID year out. If you want to claim it, claim it. If you don't, don't. I don't care. It's free pass. But 2019, that's ancient history now. This is a new era, and these are two programs that have figured it out, at least as of this moment, and they have figured out ways to be competitive at a national level to the point that they would be in the playoff mix. Like right now, if this were next year, Missouri would be thinking about, hey, what do we have to do to get in a spot to have a home playoff game? Right. Yeah. And, and it like not to go way down a rabbit hole, but they both have fairly charismatic, relatively. I mean, Lane is older than than Drinkwitz is, but semi-young head coaches when you compare them to some of the other guys who who know how to work this part of it and who, it, you know, who can sell on the recruiting trail. So I, I think they're, they have benefited as much as anybody in the league. So outside of the zoo, Ole Miss, let's, let's go real quick, just for a few minutes down the uh, chaos uh, path of this, uh, uh, of the playoff. Yeah. What happens if let's take, let's say Washington and Florida state run the tape, they win their leagues or Oregon goes 12 and one, whatever. There's okay. a Pac-12 champ that's getting in. There's yeah. a big 10 champ that gets getting in. Florida State goes unbeaten. What if Alabama runs the table and beats Georgia and you've got 12 and 1 Georgia, which has lost to 12 and 1 Alabama, which has lost to 12 and 1 Texas? Can you hold a college football playoff that does not include a 12 and 1 SEC champion? Ooh. Like you kind of can't, but you would almost have to. I kind of need a moment to calm down. You can't that... put Alabama in over Texas. And you can't put Georgia in over Alabama in that scenario. Well, no. Georgia would be out because Alabama won the SEC title and Alabama beat Georgia. Your problem would be, all right, your Big Ten champ in in, in all likelihood is undefeated. They're in. Is undefeated, yeah. They're the one. Florida State is undefeated in this scenario. Florida State comes in as probably the two because they're unbeaten. Unless Washington's – yeah, I guess they're ahead of – Washington, if they're 13 and 0, comes in as the two or three. I guess in my mind, I'm assuming that there's a one loss Oregon here. Okay. Yeah. So what if you have one loss Oregon versus those teams? Because if you have an unbeaten Washington, they're in. They're in as the two. Right. Because I think Oregon might be the best team in the country, by the way. Potentially. Yeah. Hmm. Well, if it's not. Okay. Okay. So, oh, this is fun. Um, My honest opinion they screw, they they would screw a one loss Oregon. Okay. So, so what if, what if Washington is 13 and 0, they're automatically in, in. and then you've literally got one spot for Georgia, Alabama, Texas, and they're all 12 and 1. Um, the SEC would get screwed. They kind of, but it would, they wouldn't be getting screwed though, really, would they? 
No, I mean, I guess they would get left out. They'd be left out, yeah. Which I kind of wonder what would happen then, because now you'd have Georgia in an access bowl, Bama in an access bowl, Missouri in an access bowl. I don't know whether that would an impact. An ACC bowl. team in an access bowl. Boy, those would be. That'd be fun. Those would be. The question would be: Do you do you think Georgia and Alabama would travel at that point if you're the bowl people, or do you think, right. oh, we're going to get pissed off, Georgia, pissed <laughs> like, off, Alabama? Yeah, I I know the way you think is similar to the way I think, and I kind of want to see this because like oh, no, Greg Sankey might annihilate all of college football if the last fourteen playoff does not include an SEC team. Like they might just have to quit playing the sport. That might be where Greg Sankey picks up the phone and calls the ACC and goes, "All right, you bastards, the two or three of you that want to come." Better right. come now. We we just bought Florida State and Clemson. Sorry, yeah. guys. We're we're blowing this thing up. We're done. Uh yeah. here's the Te- problem. Texas AM donors have contributed 2.4 billion dollars and we bought four teams. <laughs> the problem you have is that this committee always gets bailed out. Every single year. Oh, yeah. Every single year they get bailed out, which is why I mean like, I, Texas is going to lose at Iowa State this weekend. I'm I'm pretty sure that happened. Don't you sort of feel that in your bones a little bit? Like, yeah, like it's just gonna work out. It's going to work out in such a way. I think here's 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 my conspiracy theory. <laughs> and if it happens, man, I'm gonna have to like because I always get fans get mad. Ole Miss fans get very mad about holding calls. Ole Miss has been called for like four thousand holding calls this year, and their opponent has been called like twice for holding. <laughs> And they're like, they're like, by the, by the way, that's the ratio for every team. If you ask their fans, they're like, it's fixed. And I'm like, well, it's not fixed because if it were fixed, somebody would say that it's fixed and you would know that it was right. fixed and it would get out that it was fixed and, and it would be a disaster. But in, if this happens, I swear to you, I'm going to be like, well, maybe it is fixed. Um, Alabama beats Georgia and they both get in. Yeah. yeah. Alabama beats Georgia and Atlanta and they both get in. Because the big the Texas loses to Iowa State. Texas loses. The Pac-12 goes weird. Florida, Florida State, State goes weird. And something out west goes weird. And it just works out where Alabama comes in as the two and Georgia's the four. And they set it up so that they can play each other again for the national title. Yeah. Be- I mean, I, I would if that happens, I swear I'm going to be like, so, uh, yeah. Maybe it is fixed. <laughs> it, it's the Ewing theory at that point, right? Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I, I I mean, I would love for chaos to happen because I've always hated this format. The only thing I hate more than this format is college football's overtime rules. Um, yes, it's four, not football. Four teams make no sense. They've never made sense. Um, it always made sense to go to eight, to go to 12. Hell, I'm for going to 16. Yeah. We all like football. Play playoff games. We watch NFL playoff games. This is my theory, right? We will turn on wild card weekend oh, yeah. in the NFL. And we will watch Seattle play Tampa in a game that neither team has any chance in hell of winning the Super Bowl. And they will play each other on a Saturday afternoon at 325, and we will all be sitting there, popcorn and beer, going, this is awesome. I am dialed in. And the game ends at 7, and then we're going to watch, I don't know, New Orleans and 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 Minnesota or some mm-hmm. random mid NFL wild card game where we're going to be completely dialed in. We would do the exact same thing in college with with a you know the 2 versus the 15 where you're like there's no chance the 15 wins. But hey, it's a playoff game. We like and, we watch NCAA tournament. Why do we watch it? 
Why do we watch the NCAA tournament on Thursday and Friday? Really? It's because it's brackets. We watch brackets. Give give Americans a bracket and we're suckers. And, we, and we, for the one day that St. Peter's wins. Yes. Yeah. And so and most of the time St. Peter's doesn't win. And so right. but we still watch anyway. So we would watch, would we watch Tulane, Michigan? Of course. Because the country would cheer for Tulane. And then some point in the second quarter when Michigan went up 27 to nothing, we'd be like, okay, well, I guess I'll run a couple of these errands right now because there's another game in two hours. That's that's yeah. what we would do. So I'm, I've, I've always hated the four-team playoff. It just makes no sense. And I've always cheered for there to be chaos. And they've never and gotten never They always get bailed out. And so my suspicion is that over the next two or three weeks, they'll get bailed out again. All right, so let's wrap it up here then because uh, we cover – I feel like we cover very similar programs. We do it in very similar ways where a lot of our people go, man, I hate that guy, but, you know, he's pretty much kind of right in what he's saying. So um, so these two programs are the poster child for why nobody should be against a 12-team playoff. Yeah. Because literally, if this is 12 months from now, you are talking about an Ole Miss team that is playing two games to potentially travel to Seattle, Washington for the biggest game in program history. Yes. You're talking about a Missouri program that is one game away from we get to host Texas or Alabama in the biggest thing that has ever and will ever happen on this campus. Explain to me why anyone would be against this and say, no, I want to go back to where like the the random sports writers just vote who they think if these two teams would hypothetically play. No, no, and, and and from a growth of the sports standpoint, play this out, okay? This year, Missouri's about to finish the season with Florida at home and at Arkansas. All right, if you're a Missouri fan, you're dialed in you because you, you, you want to go to the Access Bowl, blah blah blah. But if you're just random Nobody football fan, you don't you don't really care. Uh, Ole Miss is about to play ULM. That's that's that won't matter in any scenario. And then they'll go to Mississippi State on Thanksgiving night. If you're an Ole Miss fan, you're you're pretty locked in. But if you're a random dude in Spokane, you're not watching that. You're not. You're, you certainly don't care. You're not interested. If, if you're a Mississippi State fan, you're going. We can ruin the best season they've ever had. Right. Yeah. It's all of a sudden, the most important egg bowl that's ever existed. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about all this all the way through. Okay. So I'm gonna start with Missouri. If this were next year. The country, people are dialed into Missouri, Florida because Florida can spoil. Florida can spoil it. And if they don't, then on Black Friday in Fayetteville, they're all, everyone's either, either cheering for this Missouri Cinderella team to make the playoff or they need their team to get in and they're suddenly going woo pig all over the country. People who would normally never watch Missouri, Arkansas are locked into this Arkansas, Missouri game. You're growing the sport. So next on Thanksgiving night, Mississippi State, this year they have a chance to knock Ole Miss out of the Citrus Bowl and maybe into the Citrus Bowl. Right, right. Or into the Outback Bowl or whatever we call it now, the ReliaQuest, whatever. Right. Uh, uh, cool. I mean, yeah, it's cool. We'll, we'll, we'll watch because, to quote George Costanza, it's on TV. But that's but the only reason we'll really watch. If this were next year, they would have a chance to knock Ole Miss out of the playoff. You could knock them out of the playoffs. How sweet would yeah. that be if you were a Mississippi State fan? And you'd have people all over the country watching to see if that happened, watching this drama in Starkville, Mississippi, where, oh, my God, look at how tight Ole Miss is. 
they're about to knock Lane Kiffin out of the playoff. Or Lane Kiffin, is he going to go for two here to, to get into the playoff? People would be locked in as opposed to, ah, whatever. Yeah. State's fired their coach. They're going to hire somebody. And Ole Miss is going to one of the Florida Bowls. And you just you you've just destroyed the only argument people make against the 12 team playoff, which is, well, like Alabama or Alabama, Georgia doesn't matter then or Ohio State, Michigan doesn't matter. Maybe not. But all these other games now do matter. Well, but it would matter because Alabama right. it matters Georgia, for seeding and a buy. Well, the winner would get a buy. And and yeah. and the, and the yeah. truth is, if we play this 12 team playoff out 10 years in a row, I bet you eight or nine of the years, a team with a buy is going to win the whole thing. So it does matter. But, and the other argument is, well, it's football, so it's not like basketball where San Diego State can make the Final Four. People are going, well, the 10 seed's never going to win. I actually think this year disproves that. Like, the Ole Miss team you cover, would you find it impossible for Ole Miss to beat Washington and Florida State and suddenly find themselves in the college football semifinal? I don't think it's impossible. No. Well, and and, and to finish your thought on, on the meaningless Alabama-Georgia game, you got a bunch of Chiefs fans in your audience. Are they watching Monday night when they play the um, Eagles? I would assume so. Yeah, it's the Eagles, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, they played in the Super Bowl. That was a real meaningful game. There's a decent chance they play in this Super Bowl. So there's a chance that this is the meaningless game. They're still going to watch. You're going to yeah. watch Georgia Alabama play each other because it's Georgia and Alabama playing each other. It's, I mean, especially the whole, the whole it's meaningless yeah. thing. It's just bullshit. Pardon my language. It's just not true. Yeah. It, it, it it's it's you're yeah you're gonna watch when Michigan and Ohio State play even if you think hey there's a chance they're gonna play each other again in a month I'm still gonna watch they hate each other it's snowing in, in Ann Arbor I'm watching Harbaugh's walking around or they got a, a, this assistant coach crying on the sideline and 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 Ryan Day looks like he's about he's about to hang himself I mean I'm I'm watching that even if I think hey they're gonna play each other again in a month in Glendale I'm still gonna watch the game and and but now what I'm what I'm, more people are watching is that Missouri-Arkansas game, that Ole Miss-Mississippi State game. When in a previous era, no one's watching it. Are they kind of are watching it? They're certainly not watching it interested. They're not watching it passionately. It's the same thing. Why am I watching the random Seattle-Tampa game in January? Well, because the winner goes on to play the Eagles next week. That's why I'm watching. It's a playoff. You know, you know the other solution besides a 12-team playoff? People would watch the Egg Bowl if Jackson Dart was dating Taylor Swift. I'm, well, I'm that, is true. that helps. That, is true. that is true. And and look, it's not <laughs> over yet. I mean, he still could. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> you, you just never know. You never know who, who how this how this will go. I'm 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 Taylor Swifted out though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, every now and then you say a thing that you're just like, well, there's really nowhere to go from here. We've got to be done. This yeah. is, that's it. There we are. <laughs> We've got nothing else. So, all right, man. Uh, appreciate it. It was fun. Maybe we'll talk to each other some other time. Maybe this will be it. Maybe we won't. I don't know. I hope we do, Gabriel. That'd be that'd be nice. I'd hate for this to be the, the last conversation we ever had, <laughs> ending on a Taylor Swift note. That would that would be all so right. sad. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll we'll uh, we'll get together for a, a citrus bowl slash uh, peach bowl preview. And there you go. <laughs> all right, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate everybody watching, listening, whatever you did. We'll talk to you later.